What's up and welcome. My name's Tino Beth. This is a Quantum Feedback Podcast, episode number three. Welcome to the Quantum Feedback Podcast, where together we'll explore the bridge between science and spirituality, translate the messages of the divine, and play the infinite game to live, love, and learn life lessons. I'm your host, Tino Beth. Let's dial in to quantum feedback. Welcome to the show. This episode is brought to you by the Quantum Habit Stack. Now, the Quantum Habit Stack is a formula that I developed when I needed to see massive momentum and massive change in my life, where I couldn't just rely on building one habit at a time. I stacked them all up on top of each other and did the ultimate challenge. It's called the 10-Day Challenge. And that's my challenge to you, is to take the habit stack, to take the challenge, and to transform your life. Because you're, if you're feeling stuck, and if you keep getting in your own way, if you're struggling with addictions and motivation, go to quantumfeedback.org forward slash quantum habit stack. Enjoy. Today, I'm answering your questions as to what was the catalyst that got me started doing this work? And why do I keep doing it? What keeps me going? So let's dive in. Life is a journey. And make no mistake, I'm only where I am today because I've spent a lot of time in the places where I wasn't a fit. So the short answer is I spent a lot of time in the wrong places, doing the wrong kinds of things. That gave me perspective on what didn't feel right anymore for me to be doing. And as a result, I was able to change. I was able to course correct. And if anything, that was part of the catalytic um, conditions that created the drive in me to reset my life, to to change my life and and to change directions and to really reinvent myself. But it doesn't really answer the question of how to find your purpose and you know and, and how I found my purpose and and the journey that it took. So in essence, I guess my um, my journey began and and really my my pursuit for for waking people up or my passion for waking people up began when I was pretty young, when I was a small boy, 10 years old, and I'd witness my mother getting herself into situations and these situations weren't beneficial for her and they were pretty painful situations to, you know, to witness, to observe. And I spent a lot of time observing that and really trying to understand, you know, the who, the what, the where, the when, the why, and the how, even though I didn't even know, I didn't know to ask those questions. So I spent a lot of time observing the situation that my mother was creating. And I was naturally, as a result of making those observations, deductions, I was looking for solutions. I was looking for a path out of that reality for her, if I was in her shoes and, you know, and in, you know, and naturally for myself as well, being 10, 11 years old and, 
And then something rocked my world during that time. And because it was, it was pretty traumatic, this is all sort of a transformation that's come out of trauma for me. And this purpose of, of wanting to wake people up because I was desperately trying to raise the volume of my voice so that I could be heard. And um, maybe not even volume, but desperately trying to raise the the frequency of my voice, the, you know, the, the ability for me to be able to conceptualize what was going on so that I could penetrate the veil of, you know, ignorance. I was experiencing with my mom at the time. This is going back to 1995, around that time. And as a result, you know, as a result of that traumatic you know, series of events um, growing up with my mother. And as a result of the trauma that um, I experienced when she passed away, when she committed suicide and took her own life, it really (laughs) created in me, like, it it really just ingrained this, um, this pursuit of, of, um, of speaking up and of waking people up and of um, and, and a passion for that really. Now, I must admit that I was in denial of that for so many years. I was in denial of my voice, of my power and of my ability to speak truth and to break through you know the veil of, of ignorance or the veil of unconsciousness. And to and possibly to have an effect of waking people up. I was I was in denial of that for so many years and I spent a lot of years trying to you know and healing <laughs> trying to numb myself and heal from the trauma and and as a result of that having the shame of of not speaking up, you know, especially when my mum was still alive not speaking up and speaking my truth, the shame of, of not doing that. I, I've, I've lived with that and I've come to terms with that. And, you know, and then still even, you know, as I grew up and as I grew older, I still found myself um, hiding, you know, I still found myself holding back. So that really like leads me into the, the question that you asked, which was like, you know, how did I discover that I should be using these social media platforms to help people wake, to help wake people up? Well, the simple answer to that is again, by trial and error, because I'd spent a lot of time creating, you know, back in the early, you know, um, two thousands, I started creating websites. I started like training myself in the use of technology, but not really expressing myself, not really using my voice, and still hiding behind the facade of of a website, you know, of a digital thing. And, you know, to be honest, there was no one hanging out on my websites at the time. <laughs> so, you know, this has been a process of elimination and a process of like evolution, really, to go to where the people are and to 
create content, you know, using this voice that I have, um, that I had many years of feeling the power of, but not exercising it. And, um, you know, and then in early 2019, that's when I started to really speak my truth for the first time. I was 34 (laughs) when I started, when I feel like I really started to speak my truth. And, and then even then it was like rarely in video or audio format, but it was more so in text and through imagery via Instagram. And that's really how I started to build momentum and how I started to build confidence in expressing myself and in feeling the potential of reaching people on a on a spiritual level and on a on an intellectual level and 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 reach through that that unconscious conditioning that has come from mainstream society or wherever it has come from so that kind of um that's really just been a process of me experimenting with different mediums and experimenting with again doing the things that aren't producing the results that I was looking for. Like I have been in the resonance of, of being an influencer, so to speak. I've had that vision for over a decade, ever since I, I crashed my car and I had an out-of-body experience as a result of this near-death experience where I found myself hurling along the highway at about 100 k's an hour at 2 o'clock in the morning and I smashed into the back of a semi-trailer in order to reset my life so that I could redirect the focus and the energy of my of my life into a more productive mode because I didn't really know how to make that change, how to quit addictions and how to... Um, you know, go on my own journey. At the time, I was 18 years old, and I guess I was lacking a form of initiation from my culture, and that really caused me to take matters into my own hands and really experiment with my own life and to say if there's something here for me, like if there's something that I'm meant to do, then let this be a line in the sand that really solidifies my commitment to that. And, um, you know, and then as a result of crashing my car and having this out-of-body experience where I was, um, you know, I was in a coma for five days, laying in a hospital bed, having this out-of-body experience. And for much of it, it is, um, it is you know, like it's blurry my vision my memory of that experience is is blurry but i what i do recall is being in this white light room and this probably answers the re the you know the what drives me to do this was um you know me being in this white light room and being coached and tutored and guided through the revision of my life and also the, you know, having access to like what happens beyond that realm, having an awareness of what happens beyond that realm when you pass over, when you die from your physical body and you 
go into this white light realm, the um the bridge between worlds, so to speak. You know, and in and there is like there is infinite bliss and consciousness and, and awareness there, and you are in your light body and your energetic, you know, in the energetic version of who you are. You're there, and I really got insight into my trajectory in life and if I was to continue down this path that I'd created by crashing into a car by crashing into a semi-trailer that and and if I didn't return back into this body and continue on learning life lessons and and healing from that trauma that you know essentially create this whole thing essentially create this this questioning and this wanting to to wake up and to um, you know, wake myself up and to find truth and and then to share that. If I didn't return back to that body, I would then have to continue into a new body, into a new life. And that was a mystery. That is an unknown. That was an unknown for me. And they couldn't they couldn't predict that, you know, like the guides and mentors that I had at the time in the white light room, they couldn't predict what it would be like for me if I continued down that path. So it was um, all they said was you would be carrying with you the residual effects, you know, the residual, residual karmic effects of your actions with you. And you'd have to deal with them in an unknown place <laughs> where you wouldn't have memory. You wouldn't have direct access to, you know, the, the causation of, of what I'd created. So I realized that wasn't really me moving forward in my spiritual evolutionary journey. And the the way forward for me was to then return back into my body and and to learn, you know, whatever I needed to learn to heal whatever I needed to heal and to you know really do whatever I needed to do, but at the time I didn't know what that was and I was being guided, I was being told that if I didn't know my reason for being on earth in my Tino Beth body, if I didn't know the reason for doing that, I wouldn't get the opportunity to go back. So I had to meditate. I had to sit with that and really consider <laughs> what I was doing, what I was going to do in this, in, this, in this form, in this body. And <laughs> I believe that I was in a coma for five days because I was reveling in being in this white light realm, sitting on that couch, just chilling and meditating and and really just um, enjoying it so much. <laughs> you know, it felt like home. <laughs> and then, you know, the, the bell went and I was like, oh, it's, you know, your time's coming up. You know, you have to make a decision now was what I was being told. and And that decision... Um, I had to, you know, I had to figure out what what my reason for coming back into this body was. Now, I felt the pressure of time um, to answer these questions, and I didn't feel adequate and capable of answering them, and so it really caused me to question why I would want to, you know, like why I would want to come back. And the thing that came to me was that. There were wizards, there were like philosophers, there were, 
you know, people that I'd read about that seemed to know, that seemed to have, have a well-rounded, um, you know, wisdom, a body of knowledge, a, a, an understanding of the world and, you know, all the moving parts and, and humanity and their own nature. And there were, there were people out there that either I'd experienced or I'd read about or I just mythically knew that they existed somewhere on Earth and I had to go and find them and I had to go and learn from them and I had to go and embody that within myself to really be able to bring that back into the world and to really be able to share that with others so that I could be you know, sort of like a beacon a um, so that that experience could, you know, I could share that experience with others so that they could learn and, um, and we could all grow together in this, in this journey of life and so that we could, you know, get a better grasp on, on what this is all about. You know, what is the meaning of life? And why are we here? And what are we here to do? <laughs> and these sorts of questions, they, um, you know, they, they became sort of my driving force. And when I, and that was really my ticket to come back was to, to figure out what, what these, these sages of humanity knew about Plato and Aristotle and, you know, the breadth of their wisdom. And, um, and then to, come back and to learn and to embody as much as I can and then to teach it and to, you know, build a community around that, around this this process of, of loving life and loving learning and and loving this adventure that we that we're all experiencing when we wake up in the morning, we open our eyes and we and we face ourselves and we face the prospect of our potentials and and we realize the 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 gap between who we are and where we want to be and that journey that we got to go on that we all must go on and and that how that journey is reflected in our soul's evolution in this in the journey that we take when we incarnate and when we die and when we reincarnate or when we incarnate in other, you know, um, shapes and forms and whatever you want to call it. And that's, that's reflected in, in that. And that really became this journey of discovery for me because, you know, during that out of body experience, I saw a glimpse of, the the incarnation cycle of consciousness within my individuality and and how my level of awareness in this body in this form uh, I take with me I take the memory of that with me into the next form at least in some vibrational um, the the DNA the memory in my DNA in some way shape and form it it comes with me and I evolve on a fractal level, you know, um, karmically through lifetimes, not just, you know, not just in this lifetime, you know, as I grow and evolve and, um, you know, do what I got to do here in this, in this, in this body. So that was like, 
that was really like this catalyst. The one of the most founding catalysts of my life was this this experience, this out of body experience. And when I came back, when I woke up in hospital, I came to, you know, and I started this journey of recovery because I had twenty three stitches in my forehead, and I had um you know a fractured skull and internal bleeding and my rib was broken from the seatbelt from the sheer impact of the crash you know i had to you know i had to recover and i had to build myself back up and that really forced me to look at everything that i thought that i knew from my education from my schooling and it it forced me to really lay it out all, all on the table and to question everything, like, to the point where I let it all go. Like, I was like, I don't know anything. <laughs> I am like a blank slate right now, and I have to go out there, like, into the real world, and it's good timing because, you know, I was 18, I was just about to finish high school, and and I was... Then, you know, and then I felt like I would be free to learn and to grow in the real world and not in a, in an isolated bubble, which sort of is, is schooling. And so that was, that became my journey then. That became my, my quote unquote hero's journey. And it lasted for a good 10 years before I really came full circle when I really felt like I came full circle on that journey when I felt like I really um, had a pretty good grasp on what these what the the highest forms of knowledge and understanding and wisdom were to mankind throughout the ages and uh, and then I had to and then it really just completing that journey completing that hero's journey initiated another hero's journey a sort of parallel one of a of a smaller size that involved me testing out my skills testing out my abilities up against mother nature up against something i'd never done before so i had to learn uh learn about a sailing boat learning i had to learn about navigation and the weather and combining all these different elements and, you know, and eventually I do, you know, fix the boat and test myself out on the open ocean on my own and face this fear of death that I'd, um, that I'd met before in some way. And, and I had to hold that space. I had to hold myself within that experience and, you know, and come through on the other side. So that was another little, like, hero's journey that's that rounded it all off and brought it all into you know into my being and i guess you know to answer your question a little bit more about that catalyst and and how i got here today was i just i kept carving a path through life that was mine that wasn't dictated by someone else that wasn't you know, the idea of someone else. It wasn't a standard model of, of, um, of society. And, um, and I did it again and again, you know, throughout those 10 years of, of, um, of researching and studying and, and, and trying to find these, these lost tools that, um, 
that I was looking for. But but then also I continued that that trend or that that um, that tempo of choosing my own path, no matter what the stakes were. And you know, I lost a relationship with with a partner when I moved onto the sailing boat because the calling was so strong. The calling was so strong, and I wanted to, you know, I didn't want things to hold me back because, you know, the catalyst that I'd had was so severe, you know, out-of-body experience, mum passing away, wanting to wake her up, that, you know, like, this became my mission, and it's like nothing was going to get in my way, even though, you know, over over the years, things have come and gone, and things have distracted me and you know I've numbed myself from you know away from this this part of me and then I've come back and I've gone well that wasn't it like that's only temporary (laughs) that's a temporary experience I can only numb myself for so long until I'm bored shitless and you know and I can see the ripple effect that that causes in my life and 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 that's when I sort of nip it in the butt and you know or, or pull back on the strings pull back on the reins and and really um get control of myself again and get control of you know how I'm showing up in the world and what I'm doing so um that's really like that's really like answering this question of what drives me and 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 the catalyst that that I've experienced in my life to to help me to discover this um, this passion, this purpose that I'm, you know, I've I've been living and I've been preparing for, and I've been living and I've been prepare, preparing for over and over and over again. You know, it's akin to something that I, I I talk about in my groups, which is you know finding that number one thing that only you can do that no one else can do, that, you know, you chose to come here on earth to do from your, from the, the consciousness of your higher self. And from that consciousness of your higher self, you're like, I'm going down to earth and I'm going to do this thing. And this is going to be my sole mission. And in maybe one thing, or it may be a whole series of things that you do that, you know, crescendo into this beautiful life that you live that's challenging and it's amazing and it's you know um all of the feelings (laughs) and it's just like you know i i think that's that's something that i remember distinctly when i when i came to from this out-of-body experience was me asking myself what's the one thing that only i can do that no one else can do on earth and and me choosing that and me me really realizing that that's all there is and i've actually spent a lot of my life since then shying away from that i've spent a lot of my life really trying to ignore that trying to ignore that clarity ignore the that purpose of mine that you know, I feel so deeply in my soul. And, you know, I guess I am where I am now because I have ignored it for so long. If I didn't ignore it for so long, 
I would be in a totally different position in my life right now. <laughs> Which is my message to you, is that, you know, there is, you have this one life, there's always only just this one life to live. And, um, and to make the most of it, to make the use of this opportunity the best that you can to to live it and to go fully into it and to really express yourself without the fear or without the anxiety or without whatever it is that's holding you back and to find that number one thing that you feel like you're here to do in life and that you don't see anyone else doing Essentially, it's a form of like scratching your own itch, which allows you to like figure out your life's purpose. And you're like, well, that's not valuable to anyone else. But you realize that it is because we're all so common. We're all so, you know, living parallel sort of lives on a mythological, psychological level that, you know, you scratching your itch is like is like solving this problem for thousands for millions of people that are all experienced something similar but they don't it's not their mission to solve that it's yours so it's so my message to you is to like stop getting in your own way because in today's day and age there are so many like threats we don't even perceive as threats so many distractions that trying to take your time to steal your time and to get you to invest your intention get you to invest your attention into them to distract you and it's more critical now than ever to be to be focusing in on you know even if it's just a simple a simple process of of writing down your thoughts in the morning, a simple process of meditating to clear the slate of your mind, to clear that, you know, to to really connect back in with the infinite quality of your higher self, you know, and then to write down your thoughts on who you are, what you're doing, random, whatever's on your mind to clear that mental ram and to clear that emotional pain body that we all carry around, even if it's just as simple as that, and then to explore and to experiment on what you want to do, because I've got journals and journals and journals of ideas, of inventions, of creations, of different things that I've wanted to do, I still want to do, and it's just a process of giving yourself the the time and attention to to be focusing in on yourself which is really like where to begin it is the process of beginning that journey of clarifying your life's purpose and building momentum and finding flow in in creating that and that's how i started I started that because a year before I started my Instagram account at Quantum Feedback, go and follow me at, at Quantum Feedback if you're not already. 
um, a year before I started that, I, I started a, a program and I started meditating and I started journaling and I started taking action on writing notes, you know, like on exploring how am I going to get this message out there, on creating different forms of content. I, you know, started a 10-day challenge back then. That was my challenge. My challenge was to sit and meditate for 10 minutes to journal for 10 minutes and to do something proactive about this calling that I felt inside myself to to disrupt <laughs> um, humanity, to shake up the world, to wake people up. And, and, and that was my, you know, that was my 50-minute practice, an hour practice in the morning. And I really, at the time, I was, I had no momentum in that space, but I had this deep, feeling of of that that was my purpose that was my um that's what i'm here to do so i knew that i had to start somewhere and i had to build momentum so i gave myself the challenge and this is a challenge i'm giving you to do the quantum habit stack which is that three-step system of of meditating of journaling and of taking action on your number one thing to do that quantum habit stack for 10 days in a row because I couldn't build habits. I could I like I I didn't know how to build new habits. So I was like, all right, ten days is attainable. I don't know, twenty-one days is a the mythology of building habits. It's probably more like six weeks or twelve weeks, but I just needed to get some momentum to do it for ten days and then to look at the results that I'd created, to look at the feedback that I was getting. And and then to use that as encouragement to do the challenge again. So I did it again and again and again and again. And then I fell off the bandwagon for a few weeks. And then I did it again and again and again. And then I took a break and then I did it again. And then I took a break and I did it again. And then I, you know, and then I got distracted and did all these other things and was trying to chase chase the almighty dollar, trying to chase that money thing because I thought I needed it more than serving my purpose which was a lie and it didn't work, didn't work out, caused me more strife and pain, but eventually it actually led to me coming full circle on that. And and then really by a process of elimination, I feel like I exhausted all of my other options. Like, oh, that that's, that's an opportunity. Like, for me, all I see is opportunity. Like opportunities everywhere, and everywhere I, I point my, my attention at, I see opportunity, and it's like a, I'm like a, I'm like on crack with opportunity. It's not funny, <laughs> and you know I'd see all these shiny objects, and I'd be like, oh, go into that, and start that new project and folder, and and organize and do that, and build a website and whatever, and then I realized I wasn't showing up for any of them. And it really came down to this this truth that I was feeling was I'm not showing up for any of these. None of these really resonate with me, and they're not calling. They're not. It's not me expressing my truth. It's not me expressing my calling. So via this process of elimination, I really exhausted all these other options. I was like, ah, oh, that doesn't really like. I you know it doesn't serve me to do that. It, I feel like I'm just chasing the dollar. And then eventually I, I found the courage to dig in and to start speaking my truth and to start speaking from my heart. And I wasn't even speaking. I was mostly writing about it. 
writing from the heart, writing from my truth, and writing without the fear of my idea being stolen. You know, that's something that I've I've struggled with a lot. It's like, oh, you know, my ideas are going to get taken from me. But ideas are like a diamond dozen. I have a million ideas a day. And, you know, good luck if you want to go and execute on my idea. Because whatever it is, it's going to take the same amount of time, no matter what you're doing. If you're just, if you're starting a skincare business, which I did, building skincare from scratch, in in your back in in your backyard basically or if it's launching a global awareness campaign that is all new and doesn't exist yet and it's called quantum feedback you got to put in the same amount of effort you got to put in the same amount of time and attention really to to be in there and to show up so that's really what i did and that's that's you know this lesson you can go through that process of exploring all your options and to, to know and to come to the end of that option and realize that it was the wrong one for you to take, but you may have lost a year or you may have lost three years or you may have lost 30 years. You can go on that and do that. I did that. It's fine. It's like, you know, while you're young, do that and explore the world and really get a well-rounded body of knowledge and awareness of how you know, how your environment operates. And as a result, you learn about yourself. I encourage that. And to make mistakes and to learn via trial and error. But if you want to get the hack, if you want to take the shortcut, if you want to, um, you know, take the, the road less taken, then I encourage you to really focus and give yourself the time to, to look within, to find out what's important to you and to journal about that for the next 10 days, and then to start to put one foot in front of the other, whatever that looks like, write about it, diagram it, mind map it, paint it, draw it, you know, like these are things that you can easily do starting out. And then as you as you explore, you'll build a new Instagram account, you build a new platform, you start a new website, you start a blog, you start a um, you know, whatever it is, YouTube channel, you start expressing yourself, you start getting your voice out there, your your message. And that's really like, that's really the hack is to sit with yourself for long enough until there's nothing else for you to do, but to do this most important thing. And you really got to give yourself the time to do that because the world is, you know, it wants to take your time and attention away from you. It wants to distract you. It wants to you know, consume you with going to the nine to five job and paying the bills and getting a credit card and buying this shiny trinkety thing and, you know, going on a holiday and all these sorts of things. So it's like, you really got to really disassociate yourself from a lot of that noise and, and go within. That's really the shortcut. It may take a little while, but it's the shortcut in the long run because, you know, you're not getting sidetracked by you know, salesmen and marketing campaigns and funnels that take you on a journey to buy a product that you know that you, you're never going to use. <laughs> not to say that they're not good, but just all about your own personal journey of fulfillment and purpose. So I really hope that helps you in taking charge of your life and 
and clearing the slate for you to create momentum and create and and to build some traction in in your world. So if you if you need a challenge, then go to quantumfeedback.org forward slash quantum habit stack to begin the 10 day challenge to build momentum, to focus on you, to put yourself first, and to put everything else aside, at least to cordon off a period of your day where you're focusing in on the number one thing that's the most important thing for you. And that's what this is all about. Go to quantumfeedback.org forward slash quantum habit stack. Enjoy. And until next time, may the feedback be with you. (music) 